0: Another game we're likely to buy this fall is Epic Mickey. Pikachu fan is already buzzing about this game that lets you play as a not-so-nice version of the iconic mouse. The game is not exactly Grand Theft Disneyland, but it does let you make some not-so-positive choices as Mickey, though more like his Sorcerer's Apprentice level of mischief than beating down his fellow tunes for trick money. Uh, Joseph Berg, uh, one of the environmental artists at uh, Junction Point Studios, working on uh, Disney Epic Mickey, uh, Warren Spector, and the rest of the team. Today we're showing the first three levels of the game, uh, which is our tutorial levels where we start to learn various abilities and actually figure out where Mickey Mouse is at, where he's now in the, uh, the wasteland. Mickey was being a little mischievous, kind of made something that he probably shouldn't have now he's been pulled into uh, the wasteland oswald is kind of me- made one of the uh, robot arms malfunction and we have to figure out a way to deal with that from that we've learned uh, gus uh Mickey's guardian kind of sits off camera teaches us uh, various tips and maybe tricks to overcome some of that we've uh, from that we've learned to spin move and starting to move our way into uh how to use paint thinner and then also how to use those things in combination with each other the idea is he has to restore color to the universe he doesn't have to restore color to the universe he could actually take it away if he wanted to that's really kind of one of those player choice and really kind of figuring out what kind of hero, hero that you are if you wanted to be somebody that sort of take away from the world you'd actually have start to have guardians that would follow you that are a little bit greener and we call them turps and uh, this doesn't make you sort of a negative player, but it's just on how you interact and how NPCs will start to interact with you, and also what kind of play style that you want to do. So, so would you call it an RPG or is it platformer? Um, platformer? I've, actually, it's really hard to distinguish because we have those such strong uh, influences from uh, platforming to an RPG. I don't think we could call this a War Inspector game without having some RPG in there. Uh, But we do have some really strong uh, platforming and really strong story as well to go along with that. uh, Which is, I think, a really great keynote on that. Are you integrating anything? For example, I thought I saw the Haunted Mansion in one of the images. Oh, yeah. Well, uh, as an environmental artist, we've taken all aspects of the park to cartoons, using that 80 years of uh, Disney heritage to really inspire us in various things. Uh, from the trash cans inside the park to, as you saw, uh, the, uh, the dark beauty castle with a little bit of ties of the uh, Beauty and the bees, Snow White in there, uh, to the ticket booth, which is like, a, you know, taken from the park, has the Dumbo ride, also the teacups in there. We use every aspect. How open is the game? Will I be able to just wander around and pick up missions, or is it oh. really very specific? Absolutely. That from Right from the get-go, we want you to feel like you have the ability to explore anywhere in the world. We want you to feel where you can roam around, find little collectibles, find pins to uh, other little knickknacks that might help you out throughout the game. But at the same time, we want you to feel like you can go right after Oswald and try to figure out who that guy is. Why am I here? Oswald is... Not your antagonist, but you're trying to figure out just who he is. Where am I? How does this game come together? I mean, Warren, Inspector, and Disney. <laughs> Actually, Warren is a huge Disney fan. huge. He is uh, an encyclopedia of uh, Disney knowledge. It's uh, almost amazing to ask him a question, and he's just like, "Oh yeah, that was in 1921." It's like, huh? What? Or, no, that was in 1928. That was this guy. It's like, how are you doing this, Warren? <laughs> so, yeah, it's it's actually kind of amazing. It really feels very natural. And what did you work on specifically? Uh, myself and actually a few guys here. Uh, we did all the worlds, uh, building uh, all the environments up from uh, using 3D uh, programs and texturing them. So... That also working with designers to make the gameplay in the world. So, what's one of the worlds you created that you're particularly proud of? One of our two D levels that we're actually showing right now, which is Mickey and the Beanstalk. Just a, it's really really fun. It's nice and light and refreshing, but it really it's so inspired by uh, the cartoon. You know, being able to watch the cartoon and then make this thing, where it's just like, yeah, this this is the cartoon. This is the game. This is this is really fun. That's probably one of my favorites. So do you pop in and out of 2D to 3D? Uh, 2D is actually held as our transition maps. So if you're heading in between two 3D maps, we want to have a little bit of break, something just to throw, change the pace, make it a little bit different.